You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. The Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall be glad and rejoice in it. Why should we be glad? We should be glad because in spite of all we are hearing, the coronavirus, the pandemic, the scarcity up and down, nothing is missing in our midst. God has kept us all this day. So it is something that we need to lift up our hands to say, Father, thank you. Therefore, overcomers, wherever you are, wherever is listening to me, I want you to sit up and begin to appreciate the God of heaven who has given us the grace and the privilege for us to be alive up to this day. Bible says, it is not by power, it is not by might, it's not of him that runneth, nor of him that willeth. It's of God that showeth mercy. The mercy of God kept us even up to this day. It is a thing of joy and a thing of us to celebrate and say, Lord, thank you. Trusting God that he will keep us to the end of the pandemic in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we just want to say thank you. We give you praise and honor. We glorify your name. May your name be highly exalted in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Overcomers, church, lift up your voice and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to thank God for another opportunity for me to come in your home, for me to appear in your domain, to share the word of God with you. Praise the Lord. Therefore, we are going to go straight into the word of God and study the word of God because God spoke to me by his spirit. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter number 8 from verse 29. Acts chapter number 8. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and had him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? The topic of my teaching this evening is Do you know him? Understandest thou what thou Readest. Do you even understand the God you are serving? Friends, I have come to understand that even when we say we are Christians, even when we say we are believers, even when we profess to be a child of God or born again, most of us don't even understand the kind of God we serve. We don't even know him very well. We can't prove the God we are serving. We can't prove to say I understood this man, I can walk with him, I serve him because I have a good knowledge of the God of heavens. That's why I come this evening ask, to ask you this question. Understand that the kind of God you serve? Do you know the God you serve? Can you prove the name of God you serve? Can you prove the act and the ways of God? That is the theme of this evening. Praise the Lord. So, like I said before, I have come to understand that many of us, many of us in the name Christians, we don't even understand the kind of God we are serving. The Bible says from where we read, that God said to the man, Philip, he said, please, help me and run over to the man by the name Ethiopian Enoch. He said, that man ran to him, and when Philip ran towards the man, the Bible said he had the man reading the book of Isaiah, precisely Isaiah chapter 53, 
Bible says he was reading the scripture and Philip asked him a question. Sir, do you understand what you are reading? And the man said, how can I understand? I don't even know what I'm talking about, what I'm reading. If somebody did not teach me. That's why, that's how we behave. Most of us are reading scriptures without understanding. Most of us are serving God without understanding. Most of us are worshiping God without understanding. We are coming to church without understanding the kind of God we are worshiping. Without understanding the kind of God we are serving. That's why you join cultism. That's why you do all sorts of things. Because you, even when you are in the church, your eyes are still outside the church. Trying to do one thing or the other in the name to make it up. That's why some of us try to assist God. But when you understand what I'm talking about this evening, when you understand the kind of God you are serving, you will go home resting, knowing for sure that you are serving a mighty God. Praise the Lord, somebody. Let me just give you something from the book of Acts chapter number. Let me show you something in Acts 17, 22. Bible said, Then Paul stood in the midst of Mass Hill and said, Ye men of Athens... <laughs> I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. I perceive you serve God. I perceive you go to church. I perceive you are worshiping God. Verse 23. For as I passed by, I beheld your devotions. Aha! I beheld your devotions. Just like most of us. We are so devoted. We are serving God. You are a sanctuary keeper. You are an usher. You are in the choir. You are in the morning. You are clapping. But when the things that comes for you to prove that you know the God you are serving comes, nothing happens. Bible says, I perceive your devotions. I found an altar which is inscribed to unknown God. So these guys are devoted, just like we are. These guys are coming to church the way we are. These guys are serving God. Yes, these guys are worshiping God. They are dancing. They are celebrating. But you know what? They are unknown God. They don't even know what they are worshiping. They don't even know what they are crapping for. They don't even know what they are serving. The prayer they are praying, they are just praying the prayer because they ask them to pray. Not because they pray with understanding of the God they are praying to. Praise the Lord somebody. That is the theme of this evening. Understand that thou readest. Do you understand the God you are serving? Do you know who he is? Can you prove and say, I know my God? Praise the Lord, somebody. It's also, go to the book of John chapter number 4. From John chapter number 4, verse 22. John chapter 4, 22. Jesus met a woman by the well or the city of Samaria. When he met with this woman, at the cost of discussion, at the cost of exchanging conversation, the woman asked Jesus a question. You people said that we need to worship in Jerusalem. Verse 22. But we are worshiping in the mountain. Look at what Jesus told him in verse 22. You worship ye not. You worship, you worship, ye know what not you worship. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. Simply put, you don't even know what you are worshiping. But you people are devoted that we go to the mountain to worship. But you don't even know the God you are worshiping. You don't even know what you are doing. Child of God, this is the time for us to prove God in our life. This is the season for us to tell God, I know the God I am serving. 
It's not the time to profess that I'm a child of God, I'm a Christian, government this, government that, government say we should close our mouth, government say we should close our leg, government say we should close our eyes, government say we should stay in the house, government, government, government. You keep, you keep saying government, government. What did God say concerning this situation? That's why you, as a child of God, you keep complaining. I went to hospital, uh, and doctor said, I, I, I have a tumor in my stomach. Doctor said, I have something in my heart. Doctor said, my, my kidney is this. Doctor said, and you keep saying, doctor said, doctor said, doctor said. What did God say? What did the scripture say? Understand what thou readest. You are so much interested in the government. Our father, Bishop Andy Moses, one day taught us about government of 12, government of heaven. This is what the government of heaven is saying, not what the government of earth is saying. What is God saying concerning that situation? Understand what thou readest, child of God. Do you know the kind of God you are serving? Do you know the kind of God we are serving? If you read Psalm 103, verse 7, the Bible says that the children of Israel, they just know the act. But Moses knows the way. Moses understood the way of God. Moses understood what God is able to do at any given point in time. But people of Israel, they know that God can provide food. That's why your prayer, you, you pray that way. God, give me house. God, give me car. God, give me wife. God, give me children. God, give me this one. And if God did not give you that, you think all is over. No. But when you know the way of God, when you understand the way of God, your concept, your belief, your attitude towards God will change. Can somebody say amen? You know why? That's why Daniel said in Daniel chapter 32 verse 11, he said, them that do know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. I prophesy to somebody this evening, by the power in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, this is your time to do exploits. Because you have known him, you will do exploits. Exploits in your business, exploits in your marriage, exploits in your working place, whatever you lay your hands to do from today. Because thou hast known him and understand him, you will do exploits in the name of Jesus. This is the time. Then I say, them that do know their God, they shall be strong. And they shall do exploits. It's not a time to complain. It's not a time to murmur. It's not a time to begin to look for where is, is not, where is, where I'm going. No, it's time for you to say, God, what do you want of me? Because I know you. I love the song that says, I know my God. I know my God. I know my God. My God knows me. I know my God. I know my God. Ah, I know my God. My God knows me. Do you know him? Do you understand the God you are serving? He is the God of the mountains and the God of the valleys. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He can do all things. It doesn't matter the situation you find yourself. Just get a word from him. A word from the master will change your life forever. If you know him, you know what he can do. You know the way he can follow. You know what he says about you. When they talk about casting down because you know him, you say there's a lifting. You can't say because there's a lifting if you don't know him. You know what? The scripture told us that Job was sick, very, very sick. And the wife told him, Sir, why not curse God? 
and die. Like every other person. The woman is saying from sincere of her heart because she loves her husband. Every person can say, just, just, just do this thing and go and rest. Why are you, why are you suffering? He said, cause God and die. <laughs> you know what Job says? He said, I know. I, I, I have a good understanding. I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know he lives. Even though he slay me, definitely he will lift me up. He will not allow my bones to decay. That is a man that have a good understanding of God. When you are in difficulties, what do you say? When the situation is not moving the way it's supposed to move, what do you say? Do you say because I know him? You, I'm holding on to him. Are you running from pillar to post? Them that do know their God. When Nebuchadnezzar threw, 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 threw Daniel into the funny furnace. <laughs> He said, I'm going to throw you there. Daniel, if you don't bow down and worship my image, believe me, I'm going to throw you in there. Look at what Daniel told them. Look at Nezer. He says, Sir, wait, let me just explain. For this matter, forget about this one. He said, listen to me. Concerning throwing us there, forget about it. I know my God. We are careful to answer you in this matter. Even if he didn't save us, that doesn't make him God. You can throw us there, we may get burnt, but he's still God. But I, let me tell you one thing. Nothing will happen to us because I know. The Bible says if we pass through the fire, if we pass through the river, he has a good understanding of God. Child of God, this is the season to do exploits. This is the season to hold God by his word. This is the season to prove God. Not the time for you to complain. Government said. Government did not say. Buhari is saying, Buhari is not saying, what did God say concerning this situation? I know my Redeemer liveth. Even though, even though, somebody say amen. I want to show something again before you go into prayers. In Ephesians chapter number 3, Ephesians 3, Paul made very profound statements, which I love so much. In Ephesians chapter 3, from verse 18, Let's go to verse 17. He said, That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, 18, may be able to comprehend with all the sense what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height of God. Listen, it is the time for you to comprehend the height of God, the breadth of God, the depth of God. This is the time, child of God. This is the season. This is the hour. This is the moment. You need to know. I said, no, I'm a child of God. I know what God can do. Apostle Paul said, I pray, my brother and my sisters, that Christ may dwell in you. It takes you to know, for him to know him, for him to dwell in you richly, for you to be able to comprehend the bread of God. The bread of God. What are you talking about? The length of God, the depth of God, the height of God, knowing the act of God, knowing the ways of God, knowing that God says, with your eyes we shall see coronavirus, with your ears we shall hear him, but it will not come your dwelling. It's not just quoting. It's all about knowing and holding him by his word. I know my redeemer, David. Understand that thou readest? Do you understand what you are reading? That is the season we are into now. That is the moment we are into now. 
I pity the whole world. Listen, let me tell you. I had the news that, that in a moment of time, <laughs> if you go to Africa, people will be dropping like flies on the street because of coronavirus. When the person told me that, I said they lie. You know what? They are not God. Who can say a thing? And they come back to pass when God has said nothing. I said, I stand to decree that nobody in Africa, in Nigeria, will drop and die like flies because of coronavirus. Listen, we are peculiar and unique because we know the God we serve, nothing will happen unto us. I still prophesy to everybody under the sound of my voice, wherever you are, no evil shall come near your dwelling. I speak to the coronavirus, you are a name. And the Bible says, at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow. Therefore, you are a name. You are going to bow to the name of Jesus. I decree as a servant of God, as a prophet of God, that you will not find your way in our house, in our home, in our church, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Them that do know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Child of God, I want to lead this into prayers. This is time for us to go into serious prayer. What is the prayer? What is the prayer? What is the prayer that I may know him? Apostle Paul prayed, say, Lord, I want to know you. I want to understand you. It's not about coming to church. Not about being in the choir, being in the usher. Not, not about you. You're a child of God. Your father, your mother gave it to you inside the church and you grow inside the church thinking you have known him. No. It's all about encounter. All about encounter. When you have met with him, the Bible says when he met with him, if you crush, if you jam him, and he will crush you to powder. If you fall on him, you are in trouble. That's scripture. He said if he falls on you, he will grind to powder. It's all about encounter. Having an encounter with him that will prove, oh, I know him. Apostle Paul said, I am persuaded. I am sure of what I'm doing. Praise the Lord. I am sure. I am persuaded. I understood this God very well. I know what he's able to do. Bible says he can do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all we ask or imagine. Therefore, if you can, for you to quote such scriptures, you must have a good understanding who the God you are serving is. Good understanding. Child of God, I want you to stand on your feet wherever you are. We are going to pray. Our first prayer, Lord, I want to know you. If you read Ephesians chapter 17, Apostle Paul said that your eyes of understanding may be open. Simply put, that you may know him. You may know him. Your eyes of understanding may be enlightened. That's our first prayer point. God, help me to know you. Reveal yourself to me, Lord. Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself to me. Begin to pray that prayer wherever you are. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lord, I want to have an encounter. Unveil yourself to me. Unveil yourself. I want to know the depth of you. I want to know the breadth, the height of you. Unveil your presence to me that I may know you, Lord. That is my heart desire. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about husband. I'm not talking about children. I'm talking about house. I'm not talking about building. I'm talking about you, Lord. If I can get you, if I can know you, I've gotten everything. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you. I pray to know you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The other day, the Bible says that Jesus Christ took his disciples, three of them, and took them to the mountain. Book of Matthew 17. The Bible says when he came to the mountain, he unveiled himself. 
he opened up himself. They come to understand that it's no longer the Christ they used to sit down the hill. This now is a new person. You know what Peter said? Peter said, wow. Master, you know what? Let us make a tabernacle here. Why? Because he has unveiled himself to him. Child of God, when God unveiled himself to you, he will not leave his presence again. You will worship him with understanding. You will always like to dwell in his presence. Our number two prayer, Lord, unveil yourself to me. Unveil your power. Unveil your ways to me. Help me to know you. Begin to pray that prayer right of God. Say, unveil yourself to me. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to understand your ways. I want to understand your acts. I want to understand your depth. I want to understand your height. Father, help me to know you. That I may know you. And the power that raised you up. I want to understand who you are the more. In the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord, my God, we stand by the power. In the name of Jesus, I speak to every one of us at the sound of my voice. Unveil yourself unto us that we may know you, Lord, that we may have a good understanding of who you are. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Can somebody say amen? As I was just ministering, God dropped a word in my spirit. That's a woman right there now. You're watching me. You are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Right now, as the word is coming forth, you are receiving it right now. You are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. You have been crying and asking God some questions. God dropped into my spirit by the name of Jesus Christ. Receive that fruit of the womb now. Thy child is yours now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Can somebody shout a believing amen? I will not conclude without giving you point number one of this message. Because I'm trusting God to come your way next time to continue from it. When you know him, when you know him, number one, when you have a good understanding, when he unveils yourself to you, when he unveils himself, his glory, his name to you, you won't close your mouth. Number one. You will never close your mouth. You keep telling people about the glory of God. You keep telling people about the power of God. You keep telling people about the mercy of God. Moses told God on the mountain. He said, God, I want to see your glory. I want to behold your glory. I want to know you, Lord. God said to him, my glory will pass by you. My presence will pass by you. I'm going to show you my glory. From that moment onwards, Moses never closed his mouth. I want to charge you. The moment you have an encounter with him, you will not close your mouth. In John chapter 4, where we read, Bible said, when this woman met Jesus Christ. When he met Jesus, when Jesus unveiled himself to him and tell him, you don't know where you worship. You don't even know what you are worshiping. And two, let me tell you who you are. He said, go and bring your husband. The woman said, I have no husband. When Jesus unveiled himself to her, the Bible says he ran to the city. That is encounter. When God unveils himself, when you have known him, you cannot close your mouth. When they say, let's go to evangelism, you can't, you can't sit down. Because Jeremiah said, it is like a fire in my bone. It's burning inside of me. There's something burning that pushes me to tell people, come and see. When he met with Philip, he said, come and see. You can't close your mouth when you met with him. You can't shut your mouth when you met with him. Praise the Lord, somebody. <laughs> I tell you a funny, a funny story and then um, I will close with you. When I met with my wife, 
One day, we are going somewhere, just close to their town. There was a market near their town. So as we were walking down the market, people that knew her came and said, ah, by her name, Uzo, who is this? He said, it's my husband. He keep introducing me to them. Come and see my husband. Come and see my husband. Why? Because I have met with him and he has known me. If you met with him, you introduce him to people. You will tell people about Jesus Christ. Can somebody say amen? Number two story, I met a young man in the city of Enugu. This guy, a very humble young guy who finally found his way to university. And uh, when, before university time, before he went to university, he used to greet people. Ah, brother, good evening. Brother, how are you? He would greet you very well. He would, ah, he would bow down. Suddenly, he went into university. You know what happened? He began to walk the way they used to walk like that. You know, that kind, that kind of big guy's walk. And uh, we are all saying, ah, what happened? This guy, haha, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he has joined or because of the university he has entered, his head is swollen, not knowing that he has gone into what nobody knows, only he knows. You know what? To cut the story short, one day something happened in front of their compound. He made a call, some group of boys came, caught him, bra, 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 bra. They have some gunshots and they went away. When I met with him, finally, I met with him and I asked him some question. I said, why do you join courtism? Why do you wish to join this group? He said, Dan was brother. He said, brother, you know what? I said, no. He said, because now I know. He said, know what? He said, now I know I am on top of the world. I said, meaning what? He said, they promised me that anywhere I am in this country, if I find myself in any trouble, I should call this number. They promised me Anywhere I am, I am stranded, I should call this number. And I tried that. I went to Ogun State for a, for a conference on getting there. I tried to see if what they told me is true. And I called the number in Ogun State. Somebody came to my rescue. I went to Portacot and I called another number and they came to my rescue. Now they are showing me that anywhere I am, I don't have any problem. Child of God. Now I, have, this year, now I have come to understand and I know that I am well protected. Why? Why I am there? Why I'm doing what I'm doing with them? Because I have a good understanding that I'm in this court group, I am well protected. Child of God, that is a mere man having good understanding of what God, of what man can do for him. How much more you? Having the God of the heavens and the earth. Who says a thing and they come to pass? Bible says when he comes out, mountain begin to skip like ram. How much more us? That is the message. If you have good understanding of God, you walk with your shoulder high. You walk with every boldness. You walk with good understanding because I know the kind of God I am serving. I am not serving a God that will fold his hands and begin to look at me because he said, I know the thoughts I ask for you. Thoughts of good. And not of evil. What is happening now is not the thought of God concerning you. Therefore, hold him by his word and say, Lord, this is your thought towards me. Wherever you are, lift up your hands and begin to pray. Just begin to appreciate him. Begin to appreciate him. Do you know him? Do you understand him? Give him praise and give him thanks in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray for every one of us under the sound of my voice that is trusting you for one thing or the other. Because we have known you, Lord, meet us at the point of our need. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Because you have unveiled yourself unto us, let the blessings of the earth come unto us. Let the blessings of the heaven come unto us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be thy name. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let the people of God shout amen wherever you are. You know we are the descendants of the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And yes, overcome. You overcome principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. You overcome spiritual wickedness in high places. Son of God, of a guarantee, overcome. You overcome them with the words of our testimony that Jesus Christ is the Lord. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.